0: No one's ever said that I am unwilling to offend. I offend plenty of people because I call people out when they do something wrong. Um, What I will tell you is Chris Christie is from New Jersey. I should have said slavery right off the bat. But if you grow up in South Carolina, literally in second and third grade, you learn about slavery. You grow up and you have, you know, I had black friends growing up. It is a very talked about Thing. we have a big history in South Carolina when it comes to you know slavery when it comes to all the things that happened with the Civil War all that I was over I was thinking past slavery and talking about the lesson that we would learn going forward I shouldn't have done that I should have said slavery but in in my mind that's a given that everybody associates the Civil War with slavery
1: I had black friends growing up has already been sent out I should note by the DeSantis uh, allies, DeSantis' campaign online. Uh, what did you make
2: of her attempt to wrap that up, clean that up? She was cleaning it up with a dirty rag. I mean, it wasn't a clean up at all. Um, it's painful, I don't get it. Um, I, I think it says something about her. I think it says something about the Republican base. I think it's, it, it, this, isn't, this should not be hard uh, for a woman of color uh, in this day and age to talk with real power and force about how awful slavery was and how important it is for us as a country to get past it and to deal with it and to confront it mm-hmm. so we can be better, as she has done as a governor. I think it says something about the Republican base that she's so afraid that there's some big number of people that can't hear that, that she's gonna tiptoe through every tulip she can find and wrap herself around the axle, avoiding saying stuff that's true. I found it painful, uh, Not, I mean, not personally painful, but just Awkward to watch a grown woman not be able to say what any kindergarten teacher could say, any third grade teacher could say, because there's either something off about her or about this party that will not be able to speak the truth.
3: Well, the shocking thing was that this was not a surprise. Okay? This not story's a been kicking around. Right, yeah. The yeah. fact she knew this-this question was coming, she must have thought about it, and yet she still couldn't. And I think it's what you say, because she did not want to offend the Republican base by leaning into And what does that uh, say about slavery? the Republican base? But I mean, well but,
1: but I, I, I think we should I, I did, ask Scott. I, I Scott, I, I want to know what you think about it. Is it the Republican base or is oh. it a Nikki Haley? I think
4: it? I think this is a Nikki Haley issue. I think she messed up on the first thing, immediately recognized that she messed up, and hasn't learned the critical issue of uh, cleaning things up, which is sometimes less is more. You can just <laughs> say, Man, I messed up. Of course I should have said slavery and I feel very strongly about this, and, oh, by the way, it was the Republican Party and a Republican president that ended slavery in this country, and, and, you know, you really lean into just saying, I messed up, and here's why I'm so proud to be a Republican. But in her cleanup afterwards, and even tonight, she says, oh, I I should have said slavery, of course it's slavery, but then you just get more, and it unspools and it unspools, and I, I think it has nothing to do with the Republican base. I just think it has to do with someone who can't recognize that, look, less is more here, take the L and move on. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. When
0: you don't have the words on an issue this important, she should have left it as simple as, of course it was about slavery and I was wrong. And I felt like she she got where she wanted to be at the end of the answer, at the end of it, talking about bringing down the Confederate flag and how important that was to bring these coalitions together and saying, you don't have to stand with me, but I'm gonna do it. But everything leading up to that felt like she felt lost in it. She did herself no favors and she kind of put herself back where she was at the beginning of this issue. My, my, my fear is this, is I think that in the Trump era of Republican politics, you may disagree, Scott, um, Trump started to speak to a part of the Republican electorate that better angels before him didn't speak to. John McCain refused to try to reach out to some of the the David Dukes of the world, those who might you know lean toward the white supremacy side of things. It's now seen as a core constituency that folks need to turn out. Now, I'm not accusing Nikki Haley of trying to do that, but I do feel like there's this fear of alienating someone who might come out for you. And I think we need to get back to a place where you say, I don't even want this. It was votes.
1: notable to me that Chip Roy, when we were just speaking to him, he brought this up
3: mm-hmm. about Nikki Haley yeah. as a line of attack. Because the issue is not ultimately slavery, the issue is. Uh, her, and this is, you know, you, you mentioned the Confederate flag. She campaigned twice against taking the Confederate flag down when she ran for governor. Uh, ultimately, there was this tragedy, and there was a huge movement in the state to take the flag down, and then she saw which way it was going. And I'm not saying that at, in her heart she didn't believe that's what should be done, but I'm saying she didn't say it when she was running for office. She is someone who does a lot of calculating about where the perfect political answer is at any given moment. And in a presidential race, that catches up with you. You can't, you can't fake it. I mean, this, I said a long time ago, presidential races are MRIs for the soul. And I think this is her vulnerability. Not any particular issue, David, but the the, the character uh, dimensions of it. You, you had to coach Obama through a lot of this stuff.
2: You know, when you have a, a person of color on the national stage, there is a tightrope element there. Um, is she being poorly coached? I mean, how, how do you see Listen this? Now, I it- think
3: she's a very strong person. I don't think she, if if, there's, if anything, I think she's probably not someone who is coached very much. I think she makes a lot of her own uh, judgments. Yeah. So I don't think this is a matter of her uh-huh. being missed. This is, this is her. Now, there may be it, additionally, baggage that comes along with having been a, a, the, the daughter of immigrants, an immigrant, uh, a, a uh, an Indian-American woman who saw a lot of of, of uh, racial uh, politics in, in her state and has managed to navigate through it. And there are muscle memories that may take her to this place. Mm. But, um, you know, she's made a lot of mistakes in the last two weeks, some large, some small, Uh, that all go to one thing, which is authenticity. Uh, And I think that's something that she needs to be aware of. To to that point, it
1: was jarring to me to hear her in response to a question about how she thought about slavery, to respond with how she and her family felt as Indian-Americans in South Carolina, important but separate of an issue. And, Laura, I know you have some thoughts on this, too. Oh, do I, Abby, on this very point? I mean, first of all, I'm always a little bit blown away, as I'm sure you are, when somebody has a knee-jerk reaction of going to, well, I had black friends growing up and so we talked about slavery, as if we have conversations on a daily basis with our white counterparts about slavery in America, number one. Number two, the idea that this is a presidential candidate who was asked a question about the origins of the Civil War, and at the time, she jokingly said, well, that was a tough question. It's not a tough question. You're somebody who is asked for the opportunity to lead and I really just take issue just you know politically neutral about it but the idea that somebody who wants to lead the country has to politically calibrate even the most obvious facts of our own history it is very telling that even tonight she didn't get it right look I just don't understand sla- slavery is is part of the history I mean some people would like it to be ancient history but it's it's a formative fact of American history. it is. As president of the United States, you gotta be able to talk about it and talk about it with some depth. Even in the Republican primary, I should add,